0: hola everybody welcome to the unicorn millionaire podcast i'm your host charlie stover i'm a non-binary latinx money coach helping my first gen clients become millionaires i'm a formerly undocumented mexican-american and currently digital nomad traveling all over the world and i'm super excited to have you here along with me on my journey i talk about personal finance money mindset Working unicorns, rainbows, you name it. We're here, we're queer, and we are going to build wealth for ourselves and our communities. Y'all, how's it going? Today I woke up and I felt like I needed to tell y'all <laughs> who to break up with. Today, I want to talk to you about why too many of y'all are in committed relationships with your checking accounts and y'all need to break up with your checking accounts and you haul it with your high yield savings accounts and they have to be high yield savings accounts. So there's two things. There's absolutely no reason for you to do the first one is there's absolutely no reason for you to have cash in your checking accounts. And the second reason is that the second thing is that there's absolutely no reason for you to have a regular, schmegular savings account when you can be growing your money instead in a free, high yield savings account. This is urgent. And the reason why is because of inflation. I feel like too many people associate inflation with just how groceries have gotten more expensive. But inflation matters because every single day, the value of a dollar is going down. You know how in like the 1960s, you could have bought a house for like, $3,000 or you would have gone to the movie theater and a bag of popcorn could have been five cents and now a bag of popcorn can easily cost $15 and now a basic ass house can cost $500,000. It's because of inflation because as the days, the years go by, you need more dollars, more money to buy the same stuff. And this is going to continue happening. So this is why... You need to get in the mindset of being smarter with your cash. And when I onboard my clients to work with me, right now my coaching is for three months. I work with my clients one-on-one for at least three months. Some are signing on to work with me for a year, but the minimum is three months because there's always more and more to learn and grow on and advance in. But I always ask my clients, how much do you have in cash? And they always pause because they're like, well, I have some in my checking and some in my savings. And I'm just like, to me, cash is cash because cash is basically money you can just take out from the ATM like today. The way I see money is it's either you're investing it in the stock market or you have it sitting in a high yield savings account in cash. So, for example, if I need to go get a Masaje here in Mexico, I can just go to the ATM and take out cash. I don't have a lot of money in cash because I invest aggressively in the stock market because I don't want my cash to lose value to inflation, but I'm also aware of the risks of it. So helping my clients be intentional with their cash is the first thing I help a bunch of my clients do. I've had millionaire clients who I help get their money out of checking accounts and into high-yield savings accounts. I've had clients who have negative net worths who are on their debt payoff journey who still need help moving their cash to high yield savings accounts. So this applies to everybody. I have one of my clients who had her money parked in uh, checking accounts and and savings accounts at Bank of America that were earning 0.08% interest, which is trash. That's nothing. So I helped her create safety for her to move Tens of thousands of dollars from her savings accounts at Bank of America, which Bank of America sucks because they have like minimums, they have fees, they charge you for not having enough money in their accounts while they're giving you trash interest rates. <laughs> it's absolutely trash. I too had to a quint that Bank of America because I just didn't know better. I felt like that was the default for a lot of immigrants. I don't know, because it says the name America in it. <laughs> That a lot of immigrants feel like, okay, well, that's safe and it's not safe. Bank of America is trash. They're not giving you as much money as you can be getting in a high yield savings account. So I walked my client through our Zoom coaching calls and created safety for her to move tens of thousands of dollars over the course of a few weeks to an ally account. And she was nervous as hell because it is a big deal. To be moving your money, especially when you're used to having it in one place and then all of a sudden you're supposed to move it somewhere else, it can be triggering and it can be scary. My client's palms were sweating. She was freaking out, but that is my job is to help create safety for you when you're doing scary things that you know you need to do. Because my client knew that Bank of America was trash, but I just helped her give that push And validated her for wanting more for herself to be even smarter with her cash. So she ended up moving her money to Ally. Which instead of a 0.08% interest has a right now a 4.35% interest rate. I personally keep my cash at Ally. Because like I said I really don't have a lot of money in cash. Because I also live in Mexico where I'm paying like 450 bucks on rent. And... The cost of living is much lower and healthcare costs are lower. Like I got my teeth cleaned the other day out of pocket for $11. I paid like $50 out of pocket or even less to see. Yeah, I think it was like 40 bucks out of pocket with no insurance to see a dermatologist the other day. So the cost of living overall for everything is lower here in Mexico. So I don't need as much cash as I would need for emergencies Like I would in the US. But my clients are in the US, and I tell them if you have thousands or tens of thousands of dollars or even hundreds of dollars, move everything to high yield savings accounts so that your money can earn more interest back. But this one client that I'm telling you about that was very nervous, she had to do it in small amounts for her to believe that it was going to be okay because. She had this idea that, oh, just because I can see the Bank of America branch in person, it must be safer. And that's not true. And we talk about this during our sessions. You can see Wells Fargo. They have their branches. They have their tentacles all over the U.S. But Wells Fargo has also scammed millions of people into creating fake <laughs> accounts. And I'm laughing because this is what corporate America can get away with. They created fake accounts. And they especially targeted BIPOC. They especially targeted um, non-English speaking Latinos to open accounts that they didn't consent to opening so that these managers, so that these tellers could get paid on commission. So Wells Fargo is still in existence today. People, People still have their money there, even though they know they're trash because they're too scared to move their money and because it can be easy getting comfortable. It's like when you're comfortable and toxic relationship and you know you need to leave but you're just like well let's just it could be worse right or just the thought because you're so exhausted the thought of leaving is just too much that you'd rather stay in a manipulative situation than leaving which I have been there done that and it does take a lot of courage and effort to move but then once you do leave you're like damn I wish I had done that sooner But sometimes it does take that friend that you trust for them to be like, you need to get the fuck out now and I support you and I'm here for you on the other side. And I feel like that's who I am with all my clients So I help them escape the tentacles of Wells Fargo and Bank of America and bring them to the other side to high yield savings accounts. It can be Ally, it can be SoFi Bank, has a slightly higher interest rate, it can be a CIT Bank. The reason these high-yield savings accounts give you so much more interest back is because they don't have these physical branches everywhere. They don't have to hire in-person staff. They don't have to pay money to build ATMs all over. So they just pass off that savings on to you. That's really as simple as it is. And if you're ever curious about which high-yield savings account, if it's a scam, absolutely check to make sure that it's FDIC-insured That means it's insured by the federal government in case that bank goes bankrupt. The federal government is insuring your cash up to a certain amount. And the amount's pretty high. It's in like the six-figure amount. So I told my client, SoFi Bank has a higher interest rate, but I personally bank at Ally because I don't have a lot of cash. And my client understood, and she still felt safer moving her stuff to Ally because she knew that that's where I banked. So trust is huge. And and I told my client, SoFi might have a slightly higher interest rate, and then she ended up telling her brother about SoFi Bank too. And she might move eventually to SoFi Bank once she understands that that high-yield savings accounts can be safer and you can get way more money back than you would at a typical corporate bank like Bank of America or Wells Fargo. I have another client who is on her debt payoff journey, who doesn't have as much in cash because she's working on crushing her student loan debt, her credit card debt, but she's still opened a high yield savings account. And she's moved maybe a couple hundred bucks of her cash from her uh, emergency fund from a checking to high yield savings. And she told me that she has even noticed the difference and I asked her, okay, how much in interest are you getting paid a month now? And it wasn't a lot, but it still matters. She said she went from getting paid like four cents in her bank account to getting paid a dollar fifty in interest. Which it doesn't sound like a lot, but my investor brain always sees things over the long term. And so I immediately just multiplied that by uh, 100. So once she does grow that money by 100 times, she'll get $150 back in interest as opposed to $4 back in interest every month okay so this is the mindset that i that i adopted when i worked as a stockbroker when i just saw that the more money you make the more it can grow itself when you prioritize high interest rates and in the stock market too when people put 10 times the money they had 10 times the return it was simple as that when they're being smart about their investments and I did an IG live the other day and um, one of my clients asked me, okay, what is the ratio of money you should have in your high yield savings to your checking accounts?" And I was like, you should have a hundred percent of your cash in high yield savings accounts and basically nothing in your checking accounts. Like there's no reason for you to have your cash in your checking accounts. I see my checking account as something that's, only where I transfer money to for immediate needs like if I need to take the cash out today and otherwise I keep one penny in my uh, ally checking account so that it doesn't close due to inactivity because sometimes if you have zero dollars in your bank accounts they can close after a couple weeks or months depending on the bank due to inactivity so that is the only reason why I have one penny in my checking account so that it doesn't close due to inactivity. I also only have a checking account because Venmo doesn't allow me to connect my high yield savings accounts to pay my friends after I like go out and uh, after a night of twerking. (laughs) I don't really use Venmo out here but it's a very American thing so um, that's why I keep it because I go back and forth to the U.S. often. So, and when my friends do Venmo request me, I'll let them know, like I have one penny in my checking account. I'm not able to connect my high yield savings to it. So let me just transfer the money from my high yield savings to my checking account. And then you'll get the money. And they're hundred percent understanding about it because they know I'm a money coach and I'm smart with every single penny, literally <laughs> that I have, because my friends have also benefited from all the money gems that I drop too. And it's another sign that I'm conscious and that I'll actually pay them back as well and that I'm being intentional about it too because I hate the thought of owing my friends money. I like to pay them back immediately. So that is the ratio. You might be wondering, well, it's just easier to to pay everything from my checking accounts, but it's really not. It's not easier. It's not easier over the long term because you're not making any interest back in your checking accounts the good news recently that's that's come out is also that you might be like well i can only withdraw six times a month from my high yield savings to pay my bills ally increased that to 10 times a month now so I pay all of my credit cards, all of my bills f- directly from my high yield savings accounts. I want you to start thinking in terms of linking everything that you possibly can to your high yield savings account and treating it like a checking account. Because in the meantime, while you're waiting to get paid or pay your bills, every day matters for your cash to be sitting on top of itself and compounding itself more. That sweet, sweet word, people love compound interest, The interest compounds more in a high-yield savings account than in a checking account, hands down. It always will. So when you get paid from your job, whether you're starting a new job or you've had the same job for five years, instead of having your direct deposit of your paychecks linked to a checking account, have it linked to a high-yield savings account instead. Get that money hitting that sweet interest rate immediately on payday. And while it sits there, while you wait to pay off your cards, while you wait to pay your bills, have it sit there and earn infinitely more interest in your high-yield savings account than it would in a checking account. And like I said, the only drawback with the savings accounts versus with checking accounts is that there are those limits. So every month, at least an ally, you can withdraw 10 times a month. If you withdraw 11 times a month, they hit you with a fee. But the easy way to get over that is to literally open up another free high-yield savings account. So I sometimes withdraw more than 10 times a month, but I never withdraw more than 20 times a month as of late. Um, So all I've done is I have two high-yield savings accounts at Ally. So instead of being nervous about, oh, I can only withdraw 10 times a month, no, I can withdraw 20 times a month. So I automate everything i'm incredibly smart with my money and when i pay myself from my business bank account that money goes straight into my high yield savings and then every month when i pay off my chase sapphire reserve card at the last minute i pay it off at the closing date not because i don't have the money but i'm not trying to give these credit card companies a cash advance i want my money to sit in my high yield savings account Even though I don't have a lot, it's just all about building that habit because when I do have hella cash in my account when I'm trying to buy a house, I don't have to worry about how to be smarter with it because I've already developed that muscle of being intentional as fuck by having it get into my high-yield savings account immediately and out of my high-yield savings account until the very last minute because every day matters with your cash. So I pay my, my Chase Sapphire Reserve card. Once a month by the closing date, boom, from my high yield savings, I get paid into my high yield savings and I have a penny in my checking account because that's how you can be smart with your cash. I also have the Amex Blue Cash Card because I love that you can get 6% cash back on groceries and streaming, but it does charge foreign transaction fees. So I don't use that card when I'm abroad. But as soon as I come back to the US, I am whipping that card out at Ralph's or at Publix or Trader Joe's to get that 6% cash back because not even that Chase Stafford Reserve card gives you that good of a percentage cash back. So um, I'm still charged for Netflix and Spotify on that card while I'm abroad. So that is another credit card that I pay off. But it's just that Chase Sapphire Reserve card that I get cash back on and I have free lounge access that's linked to my high yield savings and the Amex Blue Cash card. So it's really only two credit cards I pay off once a month by the closing date. And I mentioned that I pay them off once a month by the closing date because I'm debt free when it comes to my personal finances. I pay my cards and I don't owe any interest on my personal cards. If you're struggling to pay off debt and if you struggle to look at your credit card statements, then maybe it might be helpful for you to pay off your credit card multiple times a month or once a week. But if you're debt free and you catch yourself paying off your credit card multiple times a week, then you need to stop that because that's a waste of time. And I've been there, done that. When I was debt-free, I didn't trust myself, and I would check my credit card statements every month and treat it like it was a debit card for no reason. Like, I was debt-free. I wasn't paying interest, and it was a waste of time for me to just nervously check my credit card statements and pay it off, like, every day, and I decided that I needed to stop that because this is not what millionaires do. And I also realized that by paying off my credit cards earlier than I needed to, I was giving these card companies a cash advance. And trust me, these credit card companies do not need the money that they're asking for any sooner than they're asking for it. They're good. (laughs) So instead of paying off these credit cards sooner than I needed to, I learned that, oh, maybe I can just grow my money more by letting it sit in my high yield savings account until the last minute, until the deadline. And again, it's not because I don't have the cash. It's just so that I can keep my cash growing itself longer and more effectively while I wait to pay off my bills because time is money. And so this is why it's important for you to be strategic with your money and see it more in terms of time and getting the highest interest rate possible because these high yield savings accounts are free. So there's no reason to keep your money in a regular savings account or in your checking account, unless there's a big reason why you justify having some cash in your checking account. Like maybe the high yield savings account doesn't come with a debit card. So you like having a debit card linked to having something where you can take out money from an ATM or if you have to pay a phone bill and for some reason it only lets you pay with a checking account and not savings. Those are the only reasons. Like, find a good justifier for why you'd rather have your money sit in a checking account, losing value to inflation, as opposed to having it sit in a high yield savings account and not losing as much value to inflation. As long as you have justifiers and reasons why, that's why you should have money in a checking account. But nine times out of ten, people cannot explain why they have most of their cash in a checking account, other than habit or because they just Don't know that they can be more intentional by letting it sit and grow itself faster in a high yield savings account. So that is what I wanted to tell y'all today. Break up with your checking accounts doesn't mean you need to close them. You can do like I do and have a penny in them, por cualquier cosa, so that they don't close due to inactivity. But now you know how to be even smarter with your cash and. This is important because this helps you build the investor muscle. When you're smarter with your cash, depending on your accounts, this directly translates to how you can be smarter knowing the different investment accounts to open. Like retirement accounts, I hyper-prioritize like they're my high-yield savings accounts because they help me save hundreds of thousands over the long term in taxes. So that's why it's important to be intentional with your cash so that it translates to your investor brain. So if you're tired of trying to figure this out on your own, if you love the gems I'm dropping and you know that by hiring me as your coach, you can make even better money moves faster, I invite you to work with me. One of my clients, Nora, told me that it would have taken her two years to make the money moves alone that it took us six months to make together if you want to compress time and just be smarter and not do this shit alone anymore, then hire me as your money coach. I would love to meet you and help walk you through everything step by step and meet you where you're at and hold your hand along the way because this is my shit. I love doing this stuff. I love thinking about money and how to make my people wealthier so that they can help themselves and give back to our communities. Because building wealth isn't about us, especially building generational wealth. You're going to have to be extremely rich so that when you die, you're going to have so much money left over that you can actually pass it off to other people. At the end of the day, that is what building generational wealth is all about. Having so much money that you build in excess that you can actually pass off to multiple people. And I love the juiciness of thinking about that. But we got to take care of you first, help you rest. Prioritize self-care and be smarter with your money in all the ways. So that is how I help my clients and I love helping my clients build wealth. So you can book a call at the link in my bio. It's a free call for us to chat about your goals and how I can help you and for you to decide at the end of the call if you'd like to work together. Because every day you're, you're waiting on your growth, you're delaying your growth. And I'm all about helping you make money moves ASAP and not waiting anymore because we don't have any more time to, to wait. It's up to us to build wealth and to make those moves. And it's a lot easier making moves when you're actually doing it with somebody who's done it all before. (laughs) So book a call at the link in the show notes. Let's get to chatting and I hope you have a great day. Bye. The information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast is provided for general informational use only. Your purchase, download, and use of this material does not constitute a client relationship. The views expressed by the Unicorn Millionaire podcast hosts and guests are not intended to constitute accountant, legal, tax-certified financial planner, stock advisor, or other professional advice. Users of this podcast material should not act upon this information. Users of this podcast material should do their own due diligence by independently verifying all information, products, and services mentioned with their own qualified professionals before making any decisions. We assume no responsibility for information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast and disclaim all liability with respect to errors, inaccuracies, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Users of this podcast accept and understand the terms of the disclaimer.